Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello everyone and welcome back to Narcon where we discuss all things in relation to the narcissistic personality disorder in our recovery journey after engaging with one of these individuals. Firstly, may I wish everyone in America a very happy Thanksgiving weekend. I have relatives over there as well, so um, hi to you if you're watching. So um, just before we get into this video, we are covering in this series the preventative Hoover. And that is where you have left the narcissist in an intimate relationship. But again, this can apply to familial situations where you just decide that you've had enough of the narcissist in your family, be it your mother, your brother, your sister, whoever it is. Um, so you have decided that you do not want them in your life anymore. And in the intimate relationship, you have left the relationship and the narcissist is aware that you've left and that you're very serious about it. So it's not a case of your it's half measure. This is your you know final time to leave the narcissist in your mind. And the narcissist has no doubt about what you're doing, that you've taken control of the situation and that this is your action and it's 100% um, kosher. Um, just before I get into this part of the video, if, guys, you find anything in this content that you like, please give the content a like or subscribe to the channel this is something you can do or any channel in the community that's getting the information out there. This is your way to strike back at the narcissist. It may be a small way, but it is a way to help save somebody else from on their healing journey or actually from getting into a relationship with a person who is has a personality disorder. That's a narcissistic personality, narcissistic personality disorder. OK, so this is interesting and I'm hoping that this video is really going to help actually save somebody from going back to a narcissist. So if you are, you know, you've done your research, you've been in a relationship that's been toxic um, you've made a decision, you've, you're either educated or you're just coming to this now, but from whatever point of view, you've made a decision that this person is not who they seem to be and is highly narcissistic or actually meets the criteria, which you can check off in the DSM, in the Diagnostic Statistics Manual of, you know, the psychology assessment of someone who has narcissistic personality disorder. And I believe if you're 
um, ex-partner or partner checks off on four to five of these traits that they're highly likely to have the narcissistic personality disorder. So given that that's the situation and you have made your escape from this person, you won't have done this lightly. I mean, I don't know which I don't I cannot ever come up with the assessment of which is worse to have been discarded by one of these individuals, you know, the love of your life and then it blocked and ignored in a sudden uh, in a sudden dumping of you in a relationship, which is unbelievably torturous, painful and destructive. The other scenario, when you actually come to the situation where you are forced to leave the love of your life again, they will have driven you to a point where you are in a terrible state if they've cheated on you or if they've abused you over and over again or you've gone through many of their cycles where they've maybe discarded you and treated you like worse than a piece of dirt because these people have people have the capacity to be extremely cruel callous and cold they do not have empathy some of them although not all narcissists are psychopaths a lot of them do have the tendency or do come under that umbrella, unfortunately. So you're dealing with somebody who's cruel, cold and extremely dangerous, but doesn't present as that to the world. So a diabolical covert situation that can do an immense amount of harm to a person, particularly if they're not aware that it's prevalent enough in society, uh, the narcissistic personality disorder. So Here's the situation then, you have made your escape. And as we said in the last video, the narcissist has come back in full force or just as you're making your escape, has suddenly started to do everything that you've asked them to do in the relationship that they've never done before. They're doing a complete turnaround. They're either begging or they're using charm or both. Um, they're promising you the earth again. It's very like the love bomb phase, except they're validating you and saying that you're right. And they're doing everything that they could possibly dream of doing and knowing you so well as they do, knowing your character and your vulnerability as well as they do. It's highly likely that this person, this narcissist will succeed in you agreeing to give them another chance because of this epiphany that they seem to be having. Remember, you have to forgive yourself for this because you've gone through an immense amount of cycles. You've been groomed and abused. And the, at this stage, you're going to be gaslit to the hilt. They will use this technique of gaslighting you, trying to distort your reality, trying to distort uh, what's gone on, trying to make you believe that they are the good person that you saw in the love bombing, that they do have the potential that you saw in them and they want you to help them, give them another chance and help them realise this potential so that you will once again, they present on a dinner plate to you 
cooked by them, prepared by them, this wonderful life ahead that the two of you are now going to have. It's very understandable that um, that a lot of us would at this stage, after all the investment we've put into the relationship and for many other reasons, life reasons, you know, children, marriage, etc., we would say, well, how can I turn my back on this? How can I, you know, run away from a situation like this? At the last minute, there's a chance of saving everything. So very understandable. So totally forgive yourself if you've done that. But really consider, consider the information here if you're at that stage or if you're going to leave and prepare yourself for what may come. The preventative Hoover to prevent you from leaving. What is the narcissist thinking at this stage? Okay, guys, if we strip it back again to why this person has a narcissistic personality disorder. This is, as I've often said, it's known as a defense mechanism of the true self. I always call it an offensive mechanism of the true self because this person has decided that in order for them to feel good about themselves, they need you to feel bad about yourself. Black and white, magical thinking, never accountable. This, this particular criteria or the um, main point about diagnosing someone who has narcissistic personality disorder is that they are never accountable. And this is an important point in this particular um, situation where they go in for the preventative Hoover. If you, if you keep that in mind, the preventative Hoover will make total sense to you in what happens after you agree to accept the narcissist back into the relationship. So here's my assessment of what the narcissist is thinking at this stage. You've taken control, basically, of the situation. And that is kryptonite to a narcissist. Remember, they always have to be in control. Their personality disorder is set up so that they will never not be in control. Remember, it was developed as a young child where they had no control. They decided at that stage they would never be in a situation like that again. Instead of introspecting, instead of working things through, they put a block on everything in relation to their development and just decided that in order to survive in the world, they were going to be the ones in control because they saw whoever was abusing them in control and had total power over them. And that made them feel absolutely awful in a terrible state of pain and anger and um, a lack of power, very powerless. And in their minds, in their black and white thinking, whether it is physiological, whether there's a part of their brain that's a genetic disposition, whether they don't have the physiology in their brain for empathy, that still has to be discovered. For whatever reason, this personality disorder developed and they will never, in their minds, the way to live in life was never to be powerless again. 
So here you are taking control of a major situation in their life. And this is, as I said, kryptonite to the narcissist. They cannot um, be in this situation. They have to everything. Let's say all their soldiers come on, you know, the, the whistle's blown. There's a major alert and every defense uh, position of the narcissist personality is on high alert and the whole regiment is out to sort this situation out. So they put a huge amount of effort in to getting you back. That means that this is what this means, that they are in control of the situation. It's nothing to do with realising what they're losing. What they realise is that they're losing control of someone they felt they were in control of who was providing them with the essentials of life. It's not about them realising that they love you and that they're going to change. That is not possible for the narcissist. The narcissist never attached to you. They never loved you. That's the reason you're leaving them. Don't forget that. They never showed you that they loved you. They were never accountable. They never looked after you properly. They never allowed you to get any of your needs met. They abused you in every situation. That's why you're leaving them. Why suddenly would that all change when they have never shown you the capability to do that? I know you see this is the problem. In the love bomb, they convince you that they're this person this great person. So in the preventative Hoover, they're trying to get you to remember the love bomb stage and trying to get you to believe in their potential. It's just about control, guys. It's not about love. When you say, do they realize like all of a sudden what they're going to lose? Yes, they do realize all of a sudden what they're going to lose. They realize they're going to lose the, their supply source. They're going to lose control of it. They're going to, to lose control of their perceived reality. They're going to feel powerless. They're going to disintegrate because you don't believe in the construct anymore. That you are criticizing the construct as even existing. You're criticizing who they portrayed themselves, you know, the false person who they put up to you. And in order for the false person to live, you had to interact with the false person as if it was true. And now what you're doing and saying is this false person isn't true. I can see you in there behind the mask and I don't like it. And you're kind of taking on the, in their mind, the abuser role in criticizing them again by leaving them, by saying that they're not good enough. So all their soldiers are out at every single strategic post to get you back. Once you agree to come back, here's what the narcissist is thinking. How dare you? How dare you? criticize me? How dare you leave me? How bloody dare you even think 
for one moment that you, you are better than me. That's at the back of their mind and that is the anger that drives them forward in their real self to pretend to you that it's all about love and all about whatever they're saying to you. But they know that they have to re-establish control and there are two stages to do this. One is to actually get you to agree that you go back together and two is to re-establish control in having you, giving you another love bomb. It may not be great. It may not last a long time. It depends on what they want to achieve by going back to you by returning. But you will start to believe in what they said. You'll start to believe in them again, depending on where you're at. It also depends on you, what you've learned, if you've got an education about it, um, how much abuse you've taken, uh, how good the love bomb is when they come back, how convincing they are. So there are a few dynamics as to how long this will last. It could last a year or two, very unlikely, but it could. But the outcome for the narcissist is going to be in their favour. They will never, ever, ever look on you favourably again. It'll all be totally a show. They're never going to be infatuated with you again the way they were maybe in the beginning, where sometimes they genuinely thought you were the bee's knees because you were making them feel very empowered and you were giving them a huge amount of validation. You are treacherous. You are dangerous. You are disgusting. You are not worthy of them. Then they start, you know, when, when they get you back in their minds, this is what they're thinking. Then they start to plan their escape so that it's favorable towards them. They must regain control over you so that you're back, you know, very engaged with them in the relationship and doing your best to make it work and to help them if they've asked you for help. So at this stage, covertly, they're looking at you as the enemy. They're wondering what they ever saw in you because their narcissism has to get them to do this for them to survive. They want to rebuild this false person. So they start looking on you as they always have, but hugely inferior at this stage. What did they ever see in you? They start to devalue you hugely. They start to maybe passively, aggressively point out your failings. They'll use all the traits of the narcissistic personality disorder. And it may be subtle and it could be covert, but they'll be working in the background with their friends and family, with your friends and family to how can I say, not disenfranchise, but disabuse others of who you are and your stability. They may be pointing, they may be creating a picture of you as being an abuser, you as being crazy, you as being unstable, building on what they will have been doing in the background before, I promise you. They're never, they're never consistently, you know, your partner. They're always they're always planning an escape. So they're always kind of laying 
the groundwork for if they have to go, um, that you're not quite this and you're not quite that. It's just part of their their personality disorder. So they'll be with you, but they won't be with you. They will be planning their escape. When things are set up in, when they have their ducks in line, basically, they will leave you. They will do the discarding and it will be maybe ghosting. It will be ferocious. It will maybe be a lambasting of how disgustingly awful you are, how pathetic you are, how unworthy of them you are. It'll be a huge amount of projection to get you back for daring, absolutely daring to leave them. And that is the narcissistic personality disorder. They never accept accountability. It is always your fault. And it's doubly your fault if you have had the audacity to critique them by believing that you're worthy of a life, that you, believing you're worthy of peace, believing you're worthy of having your own needs met and believing that you're worthy of not being abused in a relationship. That's it for now, guys. So sometimes we have to, you know, people feel they have to go back because this person, this narcissist is promising that they're going to change, promising that they love you, promising, uh, begging you not to throw everything you've been through away. And you should be really begging yourself to throw everything you've been through away because you've been through a lot of shit with this person. And um, if you can call them that even like I do have compassion for the narcissist because I never I, I just don't, I believe their lives are a mess, chaotic mess, full of drama, full of destruction, full of loss. But at the same time, at the same time, they have no compassion for you. They only have disdain and hate for you. And that's not a place that you want to be. And that's not a world we want to live in. This is dis a disordered human. For the sake of humanity, for the sake of everything good that we would believe in, we cannot engage with these people and continue to destroy ourselves by doing that. So guys, if you are in a situation, I know it's very hard not to go back, not to believe in them, not to accept what they're saying. And if you have gone back, don't blame yourself. And if they've left you cruelly after that, just remember it's a disorder. It's nothing to do with you. And if you did give them the chance, you did. And maybe, maybe you can gain something from that in relation to closure in that you have done everything you could conceivably do to make things work with this person. And if you haven't taken them back, believe that that was the right thing to do, that you were you would only prolong the abuse by taking them back. And you may also have caused yourself huge losses uh, in relation to time, uh, finance and mental health. 
Take great care of yourselves. If you're in the United States of America, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. And remember, be very holiday Hoover aware. Do not reply to a text you might get wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. You're having a happy Thanksgiving if you're not with a narcissist. Bye for now. Take care, guys. Bye.